Welcome, everyone, to Soccer 101. My name is Taylor Rockwell, here, back with me, to make sense of the topics that maybe need a little bit more information, is Mr. Graham Ruffin. Hello, Graham. Hello, Taylor Rockwell. How are you? Good, man. It's been a long time. Not since it we has. talked. We talked about 30 seconds ago when we recorded a Patreon episode. <laughs> uh, and about 15 minutes before that, we recorded a full episode. It's our third one of the day, but our first Soccer 101 uh, since the start of the World Cup. And a little bit even before that, uh, Graham, I've, I've missed our time together, my friend. So have I. I enjoy these episodes. And, and, and this one is, 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 is a good one and maybe embodies or epitomizes why we do these, these episodes where it's a, we're going to talk about a term today that we use quite a lot on the show and maybe use it quite flippantly without maybe yep. explaining what it actually means. So that's what we're going to do today. Indeed. And along the way, another aspect of these shows that I enjoy, I learned that I've been misusing another phrase. Uh, so that's one that I will try to work on. But today we're talking about half spaces, what they are, why they're important, which players tend to utilize them the best, and maybe which, which managers tend to utilize them the best. So Graham, let's start with the basics. What are half spaces? Why do we talk about them so often, especially so often these days? Yeah, so th- as I say, this is a term that we use uh, quite a lot on the show. It's a term that you will find in quite a lot of football writing at the moment. And it is certainly something that has become more common in the last five years or so. It's not that the concept is something new. It's just that it feels like soccer parlance is, is growing all the time. And it's a term that helps us describe something that is that is rather important in the modern game. So I, th- I think um, often you will find with, with tactical writers and bloggers and podcasters, they will separate the pitch into different areas so imagine you're looking at a soccer pitch from uh, above from you're looking down straight down on a soccer pitch and you can divide it up into five lanes so the the widest part are, are the the wide areas or the wings if you want to be traditional about it then the bit in the middle is the vertical space and that is usually defined as the the width of the center circle or the six yard box and then finally the half spaces are the two vertical lanes between the wide areas and the the central lane. Yeah, and it's an area, an area of the the pitch that will teams will often try to exploit because it can be difficult to cover them from a defensive point of view. The idea is that in the half spaces you can get into pockets of space in between opponents and make them uncomfortable and make them question where they should be in the pitch and make and pull them out of position. That's ideally what you want and 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 once you create that uncertainty as as an attacking team uh, anyway you are you're onto something so it's not like a little tiny area of space where a player gets into they found a, a half space it is that sort of uh area of the pitch that Graham outlined there and i think it's important because when we talk about how we talk about the game so often you'll see graphics of they've had 20 percent 22% of their attacks down the left and 32% down the right and then the rest through the middle and and I th- think of those graphics as being part of why there has been such a, a a rise in the understanding of half spaces and the importance thereof because like we talk about Pep Guardiola and the like innovations he brings uh, going back to his Bayern Munich days he's drawing the half spaces onto the training pitch so players better understand where the are supposed to be because it gives you more variety in how you attack i mean on a very basic level i think of it as instead of it being divided into thirds and like you're in this third you're in this third you're in this third now you just have two more areas to operate you have two more areas where players know they're supposed to be it lets you get more players in and around goal without sacrificing one area you can still have players wide still have players central but then still have players in between and in that way i think it simplifies a lot of coaching a lot of the instruction and a lot of the awareness for players 
And I think that is something that has happened generally when we're talking about tactics and, and even things like data analysis over the last five to ten years is simplification. This is not a, this is not a new thing. I was trying to think back to when I would play as a, an early teenager. I, I didn't play at a high level at all, but I was trying to think what my coach might have said to me to exploit these areas because, as I say, these areas have always been on a, on a soccer pitch. And I, 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 in my mind, I, I can imagine, I can, I can hear my coach saying, um, either cut inside or drive inside. I think inside was maybe the term that would, yep. that would be used. But obviously inside is, is a little bit difficult to define. Is that, is that the, the central lane of the pitch? Is that the middle of the pitch? So the, the term half space, I think, just makes it easier to define that part of, of the pitch. And in terms of where that phrase comes from, the, the coach's voice, which is a very good site for, for subjects as, as, as this one, like this one, it has a theory. So according to them, and I'm quoting directly from, from their site, the term half space is thought to have first been talked about as a, as a specific area of the pitch in Germany and comes from a tra- from the translation for the German word Halbrum. Now, I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. This is where we need uh, Ryan Bailey, the native German mm-hmm. speaker. Um, there's, there's another, there's even more specifics on this. So apparently, uh, Rene Marek, who is a, a German tactics blogger, or who was a German tactics blogger, came up with this term and came up with the idea that, that idea I spoke about at the top of the show with labeling the five lanes of a football pitch. Apparently, that's Rene's idea. It came from an article that he wrote for a site in 2014. Um, Marek, for what it's worth, is now assistant manager at Leeds United and was assistant manager at Borussia Dortmund as well. So that's good news for Joe. He yeah. can look forward to a coaching job at an English Championship club or a Bundesliga club uh, sometime soon. Was that his? Was that Spielverlagerlung or whatever the, the site is that we're? Yeah, first the one, the one that you tried pronouncing, and I, uh, I didn't. <laughs> well, it's that is a great site for tactics and analysis and for a better understanding of the game. They go very into the details in a way that I am not planning to on this episode. But it, it's funny because I, I thought this. I assumed this was some sort of long-standing concept that only like became fashionable recently and and i think to your point graham to your earlier point it is a thing that coaches have long instructed but i just don't think we've had the like codified language to be able to explain so it's been get inside attack inside you need to be more central but not fully central and i think this sort of cuts away a lot of that to just get at Basically, you want to be in the space between roughly what, like the outside of the six yard box and the 18 is sort of a way to understand this area. And it allows you to basically still have width and you can still have overlapping players to give you even more width. But it doesn't sort of limit your ability. If you have a player out wide, they can really only move the ball centrally uh, because in the other direction, it's going out for a throw in. Whereas if you move into the half space, now you can still have players out wide. You can still move centrally. And it does make defenders have to adjust what they're doing. They might have to pull out of their block a little bit. They might have to slide over to cover one player, which then opens up gaps for other players to attack. And that is where I learned that I've been misusing the term channels. I tend to use channels as the wide areas, and I will now be calling those the wide oh, areas right. because to my understanding, channels Channels is meant to be the spaces between defenders so they can vary in width and they can vary in where they are. And those channels are where you're sort of meant to attack ideally into the half spaces if you can make that happen. Uh, but that's one that I think I've been sort of using interchangeably as wide areas. And I don't think that that's correct. So I won't be doing that anymore, Graham. 
Yeah, obviously, a lot of these terms are are, are quite fluid, and yeah. and I wouldn't I wouldn't beat yourself up too too much about that because I think one person already mad. <laughs> you're already doing that. Yeah, um, the flogging one before person, recorded. Yeah, one one person might have a different definition for for that term. I wouldn't have thought of uh, channels as like the wide areas, but I I, I think it, channels and half spaces for me are, are kind of interchangeable. I think of channels as a little bit more vertical, like playing with more verticality. As I would talk about a channel, so if a team's on the counter attack playing into the channels whereas a half space would be more a team in possession trying to play against a low block is how is how i would think mm-hmm. of those two different terms but yeah i, I think in, in essence um using that term ha- half space or using the the half space if you're a team i think is generally about disrupting an opponent um specifically an opponent's defensive line so as a kind of alluded to earlier the the theory is that by getting players into the the half spaces you can you can pull apart central defenders and wide defenders whether it's a a back four or, or a back three you know it can even with more players in there you can create those space by pulling them uh, pulling them further apart um there's also a lot of interesting theory in, in in how you get the ball into the half space so obviously you can't just plonk a player in the half space and say we're you know we're utilizing the half space we're making the use of the half space you have to have a passing structure to move the ball into those areas and that is where you really get into some uh into mm-hmm. some deep tactical thinking Renny marek i think has got like a, f- a 50 page thesis on that site yeah. that you that you mentioned that I, I i won't try to pronounce on 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 passing structure to get into the half space and make use of the half spaces but yeah in terms of the 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 term itself that is that's what i think of those areas on the pitch i think that's where that site is where i first learned about passing stats or packing stats rather packing stats which is maybe an episode for another day but that's the one where like how many players are bypassed by the pass tells you the quality of the pass we don't need to get into that what we can get into now graham who are the players you think of as being the best at occupying the half space attacking the half space operating in the half space who would they be so I suppose we have to mention the goat, Kieran Tierney. No, just kidding. You actually have to, uh, you have to actually play football <laughs> matches to be considered the goat. And Lionel Messi certainly plays a lot of football matches. He's he's maybe the the best ever at making use of 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 the half spaces to get turned and and driving towards goal. I think the really interesting thing about Lionel Messi is he has used those half spaces differently over the course of his career. So at the start of his career, when he breaks through at Barcelona, or or not even when he breaks through, the first kind of 10 years of his career at Barcelona, he is starting out wide, most most normally, usually on on the right side, and he is driving, dribbling into the the half space from, from the right wing. Now, as he does that, I mean, he still does that from time to time, obviously, but as he does that less, he is now receiving the ball more in, in, in half space and, and, and getting turned and, and having a, a goal scoring action or a goal creating action from that, mo- from, from that moment, from that situation. So yeah, Messi, Messi has to be top of the list. Um, in Premier League terms, uh, David Silva, he was, he was mentioned mm-hmm. in a coach's voice article. That I found very good at using the half spaces. I I I still don't think David Silva gets the credit that he deserved. Um, he was so good for such a long time for for City, and then more recently he retired this summer. But more recently he was very good for La Real and and uh, in the Liga for Real Sociedad. I enjoyed watching him there a lot. I'm going to throw in a bit of a left field one here, Taylor. Um, Gabriel Jesus. So mm. when, so when you think of players. When I think of players in the half space anyway, automatically I think of attacking midfielder types, but I think Gabriel Jesus is so clever at the way that he is, in the way that he uses 
half spaces and that often involves him starting wide and then and then dribbling inside and that creates overloads and opportunities to get a, a pass in behind and I think I think that's one of the reasons that Arteta signed him from Man City is not necessarily because he's a goal scorer I mean he does chip in with his with his fair share of goals but because of how he uses those areas of the pitch as a centre forward and how he activates that space for Arsenal's wide forwards like Martinelli and, and Bakaya Saka who are obviously among the best in the world so yeah Gabriel Jesus might not be someone that 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 comes to your mind immediately because of his position but I think he deserves a mention Uh, in terms of maybe unconventional nominations where do you put defenders in here because obviously like uh, they can be in those areas that we're uh, calling the half spaces because those are vertical channels they go the length of the pitch but I think we oftentimes talk about it as being in that final third in the attacking area of the field but we do then also see center backs from deeper moving into those spaces, uh, I, I would say maybe even there's an argument for Tottenham under Ange Postacoglu. The, do the yeah. out, do the fullbacks move inside and occupy half spaces? Do you think of defenders a, as sort of being in those areas, or is it more of an attacking thing? I think Postacoglu and Tottenham is 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 a is a great show. Obviously, there's a bit of of recency bias going on there. I'm trying to rack my mind to think of other examples, but when we when we spoke about the Spurs performance against Manchester United mm-hmm. and Destiny Adoji and who's the other one, Emerson Royale, I think it was, who, sco- who maybe scores in that game or has a shot a good shot saved mm-hmm. from the edge of the box. He is certainly the both of those players are are, are certainly exploiting the the half spaces in in an, in an attacking sense. So yeah, I think defenders. Um, it's not as common. But if you can get away for for defenders to join in and activate the half space, then there's clearly a big advantage to be had yeah. there as well. And I think about center backs doing that, especially when you're going up against a very uh, compact parking the bus team, to have center backs sort of carry the ball into those areas, into those half spaces. It just, again, it, it makes defenders uh, potentially have to break that block because now it's a player who's uncontested yeah. on the ball. Zinchenko does that a lot exactly, he will carry yeah. it into said I, I i can't believe i'm going to do this because when i mentioned him right at the top of this list go. i was i was do doing it. it in jest yeah this is Graham. what kieran tierney does for scotland because obviously he's not playing on the the on the left side because that's where andy robertson is playing so we get him to drive into the into the half spaces into the channels that's one of those areas where i would i would probably use the term channels i don't know if that's correct or not but he is getting into those areas off the pitch so yeah kieran tierney maybe uh with some vindication gets him in here. There we go. I'm glad Kieran Tierney gets vindication for you. Uh, I hope that we have made sense of this one. And a final way of looking at it is that if you have like that Spurs team that we're talking about, when you see them in their sort of final form attacking shape, I think I would oftentimes categorize it as a two, three, five with the two fullbacks moving centrally. So if you have that, that flat five across the top, you're usually going to have Richarlison in the center. You're going to have your two wide players oftentimes like boots on the chalk on the touchline very wide and then you'll have the two attackers in between and there you go they've moved into the half spaces that's the sort of way you can understand it and now you can use it all the time when you're explaining what a team is doing and how they're attacking and you can sound smart and technical and tactical <laughs> and uh german tactics bloggery uh when you discuss your tactics then that's what we're all looking for graham i'm pretty sure yeah, absolutely. There's an episode of a, a, a British comedy, the IT crowd. You might have seen it on social media at some point, Taylor, where um, Richard Ayadi is trying to fit in with the football lads in the pub, pub and just keeps repeating. The thing about Arsenal is they just walk it in, try and walk it in all the time. Basically, 
if you're not really up to scratch with soccer, <laughs> you're trying to fit in, just throw in the word half space yeah. or throw in the term half space and you'll be fine. You'll be com- embraced entirely by that community. And if it's like your team playing a better team, you're worried about defending the half spaces. If you are supposed to be the dominant team or the attacking team, you're worried about how we make the most of the half spaces. You're good to go. Everybody will think you know what you're talking about. Uh, speaking of thinking that people know what we're talking about graham i do believe that you do know what you're talking about when it comes to these and many other topics thank you for joining me here once again on soccer 101 <laughs> to uh talk it all out the illusion is working thank yeah. you Taylor <laughs> uh listeners thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you again next week 